0: Wolfpack Ninja Podcast, Episode 20, Ryan Stratus, the veteran.
1: Welcome to the Wolfpack Ninja Podcast. I'm Megan Martin.
0: And I'm Ian Dory. I'm Brian Arnold. And I'm Noah Kaufman, the Ninja Doc. Thanks for joining our weekly conversation about health, fitness, and all things Ninja Warrior.
1: We will be interviewing all of the top American Ninja Warrior stars, and we encourage you to visit our website, www.wolfpackninjas.com.
2: And kids, you can get your free Wolfpack Ninja Cub certificate there. If you like our podcast, please share, subscribe, and like on iTunes. Also, give us a follow on
0: our social media. We're always posting new content, and you can find us on Facebook and Twitter at Wolfpack Ninja, and on Instagram at Wolfpack Ninja Warrior.
1: Together, we can make the world a healthier and happier place. So join us. Ow! Welcome back to the Wolfpack Ninja Podcast. Today we have special guest, Ryan Stratus. Woo Ryan.
0: Ryan's awesome. Crazy like dude. Ryan.
1: It's quite comical.
0: Yeah, he's like a southern boy.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: You like southern boys, don't you?
1: Well, I am from the South, sort of. Florida's not really considered the South, but it is a southern state it's, in the it's United south. States. Yeah. It's just not so southern.
0: Yeah, well he's got an accent. He you does. you lost your accent.
1: I never really had one. I do say y'all, though.
0: Ryan's a, a really cool guy. It's interesting to hear about all the injuries he's had and what he's had to be through. This guy has been on the show longer than just about everybody. I mean, there's, I think Brian Crutch has been on just as long. But there's only a few guys who have been on every single season, and he's one of them. He is like the lifer. He's amazing. I, I was totally rooting for him when I
2: first was watching
0: the show. I was like yeah because
2: I'm a, you know I, I love the military. He was a military guy. I was like oh, yeah. yeah I was I always want him to go go
0: the furthest. So. Yeah he keeps getting better year, year by year and I think we were all blown away by his team ninja.
1: Yeah he was quite speedy.
2: I was shocked because he's a good athlete but he doesn't look like one of the speed demons but he was man they got he's got some big powerful legs and muscle in his legs him the his whole team was was like i think a shocker yeah running up
3: against his team was a little bit intimidating They have their whole routine you know as they
2: step up to the starting gate they like slam on each other and yeah, scream it's the a
1: bernardo stratus
2: yeah you know what i love about those guys is they are super fans and they're super fans that get to run the course and they're they always have that excitement and the energy and it's fun to just be around them and it, they lighten up the mood. And a lot of people, um, when we're on the course, like a lot of us were like, oh, serious. Okay. Then we got one shot. We're going to do this. And they're always over there having fun and enjoying being there. And I really respect that.
3: Yeah. Their energy is really infectious. It's nice to have that super fan side. It reminds you to sort of Not take it so seriously, like you said, and just have fun, which is hard to do, especially when you stand up and it's like, three, two, one, go. So it's nice to see that in an athlete.
0: They're super fans and they're super heroes. I mean, these guys are actually (laughs) really good ninjas. Like, they're, they're pretty incredible. And the bromance... It's it's just so bromantic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they have a great
1: romance going.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's
1: awesome. They support each other 100% and it's really cool to see especially when in theory they're competing against each other most of the time. So
0: I've got a nice great story. See. This okay. is incredible. So <laughs> and I forget if Bernardo told me this or Ryan, but uh, so it was during the skills event, you know, for the giant salmon ladder, they mm-hmm. had selected Ryan Stratus to do it. Not Mike Bernardo. And Stratus was like, had just fallen on stage two the night before. And he was like, yeah, I don't don't know. My shoulder's not feeling it. You know, he just wasn't kind of his... He just felt like he wanted his bro to have a chance. And he knew how good Mike Bernardo was on the Salmon Ladder. And as the whole world's going to find out... Mike Bernardo has a superpower.
1: Yeah, he's the salmon ladder crusher. He's the king. <laughs>
0: oh, my gosh. He, yeah, he's the king salmon. It was salmon.
1: amazing. He, the he, king of the salmon. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he's amazing. Ryan gave up his opportunity to give it to Bernardo.
1: That's so selfless.
0: It was... A total bromance. A
1: serious, true act of love.
2: <laughs> yeah, I don't. I would not have done that, guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> I wouldn't have done. It. I love you guys, but I don't think I could have done that. I know you want all the glory for yourself, Brian. <laughs> I,
1: so I selfish. You. <laughs> if you
3: were injured, Brian, you might you might step up to the to the challenge. I don't you know. It so? depends.
2: I, I, you,
0: am I that nice You're... of a guy? <laughs> I believe in you. You Brian. would have let Megan have a shot. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Ooh, this year, not.
0: you better be careful, man. Megan might take it out from underneath you. Oh, man. Oh. God, <laughs> she's man. been crushing. I know. You guys see I I beat
2: her on that last course, though. So I had a
0: faster time. You did have a faster you did. time. You did. I you beat did. her by, oh, like, God. 10 seconds at least. Yeah. yeah. For that's everybody true. who knows, we just got done training, and Megan just ran a course, and, and then Brian beat it. But this is a course that's, like, harder than stage three and harder than finals, city finals courses. I think it's, like, I, I doubt there's... A lot of people out there who could do it. I, I can't do it. I mean, it was awesome. Good job, guys. You guys are ready. Thanks, Noah. All right, well. a uh, genius. Thanks. I, I know. It was a hard course to make, but.
1: <laughs> Back to Stratus. <laughs>
0: well, you guys want to listen to his interview, hear what he has to say?
1: Yeah, let's listen to it. Let's do
0: it. Sweet. So everybody, today we've got a great show. We've got Ryan Stratus here. Everybody knows Stratus. He's 33 years old. He's been in every single Ninja Warrior, like ever, for American Ninja Warrior. He's from Kennesaw, Georgia. He's been in the National Guard. He's a he's a stuntman. He's been one of the zombies on uh, The Walking Dead. He's one of the few to compete in Sasuke. Uh, He was in Sasuke 27, and he's he's just an amazing guy. He's a personal trainer. Let's welcome Ryan Stratus. Ryan, thank you so much for being here.
4: Hey, thanks, Noah, man. I'm really excited to be a part of the podcast.
0: Yeah, and, you know, we've talked on occasion, but not a whole heck of a lot. So I'm really interested to first get the background. Some of the things that I want to know. How did you even get into American Ninja Warrior in the first place?
4: Oh, man. I think the same way a lot of people did. They're just flipping through channels one night, late at night, right. and they come across Sasuke when it was on uh, G4. This is which is now Esquire. So way back in the day. And uh I uh, yeah, just just seen it on the show and got hooked
0: instantly. Yeah, you knew you had to do it. So I mean it's obviously like a dream. Like I, I wanna do this show. This looks amazing. I know I could do it. But, I mean, what did you do? How did you even figure out how to do it? I mean, you started chasing your dream.
4: Yeah, initially, there wasn't any uh, way to get on the show unless you lived in Japan or you were personally invited as, like, an Olympic athlete, something like that. Yeah. I just had to sit and wait, you know. G4 at the time was... Uh, the show was getting more popular but there was there was no type of like w even around this is probably around 2007 2008 and I just had to bide my time and I was still motivated about it I was still doing obstacle course races kind of stuff like things we do in the army it's just the different obstacle courses we do and that's initially what you know piqued my interest because I was really good at doing the obstacle courses uh, in the military and thought it would be a like an easy transition but Come A and W one, I found out that was not the case.
0: (laughs) Well, tell us a little bit about what happened. I mean, A and W one came along, and you were like, "Yes, this is it. This is my chance," and you applied,
4: right? Um, Thankfully, I was able to get in. And at the uh, for that first season, man, like it was majority of walk ons. They had a walk on line that went on for like both days, and they were just constantly taking people. Anybody who turned a video in pretty much got accepted. Oh wow! Yeah, it's a far cry from from where it's at today, but yeah, that first season, you know, I thought I had it in the bag. But I learned really fast. It's a whole, it was a whole different ball game, man. Like I saw, like people like Levi Muenberg, Brian Roscoe, like those guys, just fly through the course. And my military training, were used to getting through things, but at a slower and like safer pace. Right. And the par- parkour athletes were just much more efficient, and I was able to get through it, but it wasn't nearly as fast as it should have been. Uh, and they only took the top thirty times. Uh, back in those days
0: wow and obviously you've come a long way because we watched you just absolutely destroy top competitors in team ninja warrior which was <laughs> really cool that was really exciting
4: yeah that was fun man like i guess when i have to go fast i i, I do but that was not a easy one <laughs> easy transition I, I tore my body up man going at, as at a breakneck pace like that
0: I bet it was a lot of fun, but now are you dealing with injuries because of that?
4: Yeah. You know, I think just over the years of doing all the stuff that we do and maybe a couple of bad falls during stunt work or something, but I had really bad uh, shoulder arthritis that just wouldn't go away no matter what I what kind of like care I took for it or rehab I was trying to do with it and I actually needed surgery on that uh, back in January. So wow. uh should be okay. <laughs> for the tryouts in Philly, which I'm a little upset because I just started season eight in Atlanta, my home state, and I couldn't even try out here. So that was a big bummer.
0: Oh, yeah, that's too bad. And, you know, as ninjas, they, you know, we really do have to deal with some, some pretty crazy injuries. You know, we had Brian Kretsch this year, unfortunately broke his leg and he's coming back. And, you know, what has it been like psychologically having to deal with the injury, but still wanting to improve and stay motivated ah man
4: it's it's really tough going through an injury especially to this um, magnitude because you know i couldn't do pull-ups i can hang from anything you know I, the only thing i could do was like leg stuff which is which is good because uh, i'm doing i need to work both ends of the spectrum but yeah just not being able to just you know, jump around with all my friends. I see all my, uh, ninja buddies coming in from out of town training at the gym and I can just, all I have to do is just sit there and watch, you know, that, that was probably the hardest part of the whole surgery, but it is motivating knowing that I'm coming back, you know, stronger than I was before, not having to deal with those same kind of like nagging injuries and and pain issues as I was dealing with. So it's, it's exciting. You just got to keep, you know, a positive mindset because that goes a long way uh, in your recovery process.
0: Yeah, and I know, you know, personally, just being a physician and just dealing with my own injuries, that it's easy. You go through a transition time where it's almost like you're in denial, then you accept that you got this injury and you got to deal with it. Uh, and, yeah, you, you know, I mean, I think we all naturally get even a little bit depressed. And so you have to, yeah, how did you deal with that? I mean... Yeah,
4: yeah, the depression part, man, is something that, you know, it's not really advertised as much because you're, you're doing that you deal with that a lot on your own and alone right and that's that's hard to deal with so thankfully you know with with things like social media and stuff I, i've reached out a couple times and people have hit me up on there making sure i was okay so just staying around friends you know that that helps a lot going uh, going through those kind of times and um just letting people know it's you know that hey if you're having a hard time it's okay to reach out to people nobody's going to think less of you that's a big, like, you know, that, that, that takes out a lot of people, you know, depression. It's a, like a silent killer almost.
0: Yeah. No, that's absolutely true. And, and really, we are all kind of here for each other. And we do go through a lot of the similar things. It's okay to be, you know, depressed. It's natural if you're, if you're hurting. And, and you got to try and keep that yeah. positive attitude. You know, we spoke with Jessie Graff a while back. And she just kind of like you, you know, it seems like most ninjas refocus and say, look, this, <clears throat> let me take this opportunity to focus on some other weaknesses I have, and I'm going to keep plowing forward. Would you say that's true?
4: Oh, yeah. Yeah, you got to be able to just, you know, find other ways around uh, your injuries and um, find other things to focus on to help make sure once you are healthy, uh, then you'll be you'll be more than ready for whatever lies ahead.
0: Absolutely. Tell us a little bit, you know, you have a ton of fans out there and they look up to you for, you know, as someone who's been really successful, who's competed really well for every season. And who's just one of the guys who's kind of moved up, you know, with the ranks as, as the competition has gotten harder, you've gotten better, certainly. And, you know what would you say to them? I still to this day even though I've
4: been doing it as you know as long as I have been it's still weird to think you know that I've got such you know a huge following and I appreciate everybody out there that you know that recognizes me that comes up to me and tries to take a photo with me. And I appreciate all the fans out there because it's you know that that kind of community is what keeps the show alive I believe and without that the show could you know just fizzle out. And I think it's awesome that we've got such a you know uh, community like that, yeah, just super appreciative of all of that because they're the ones that keep me coming back every year, staying crazy out on the course, and uh, doing my best as I as I can.
0: Do you think there's something special about being a ninja, or do you think if anybody tried hard enough and put their mind to it, that they could become a ninja warrior and, and compete out on the course?
4: Yeah, definitely anybody can do it, man. Like I tell everybody I talk to that even has a slightest interest applying for the show or doing the show uh i just tell them to go for it because you never know man you never know what's going to happen when you get out there you just if you just leave it to chance and just don't even if you if you never apply then you don't you know you'll never know you know right That's kind of a i tell that a lot of people they always say like well i'll try out next year Oh, you never know it might not be back next year you just got to go out there and get after it that same thing goes for like anything man if somebody's got an interest in something that could potentially be like a life, you know, changing decision, you know, just go after it, man.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I, th- I think that's incredible advice. I mean, we're only here for a certain amount of time. There's no reason not to really kind of chase after your dreams especially when the risk is is more of a psychological one yeah you know and not not like a real physical bodily danger correct which is a different which is a different story you know (laughs) yeah if you want to go out and climb buildings uh you know without any safety uh yeah not so much (laughs) that might be a risk that's not quite quite worth it but you're obviously i mean you're known for we, we stratus we like to uh, yeah <laughs> but that is you know and it's a testament though to your to your triceps and your physical acumen i mean your triceps are like crazy they're busting out
4: yeah man in high school i was scrawny man I, I was 98 pounds going into high school wow and uh i was a little dude and i would see all these guys in the gym and i was mostly on like i was working in the summers on the marine base as a lifeguard and i'd see all these marines walking around huge guns and one dude had giant triceps, and I was like, "Man, how'd you get your arms so big?" And he pretty much took me under his wing and showed me all these tricep exercises. And that's probably why like my triceps stayed as big as they did compared to the rest of my body.
0: Well, that's awesome because it really, what it's saying is, you know, I shaped myself to be the man that I wanted to be. You shaped yourself into the person you wanted to be, and that's pretty. That's pretty cool. And and people can do that. Yeah. You know. So, what about your diet and exercise? What about your nutrition?
4: Uh, nutrition is something I struggle with. Um, I'm pretty lazy when it comes to that. Honestly, I got to get better at it. Yeah. I'm not a, uh, not a role model in regards to, uh, the proper fueling of the body. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm still on the whole like bachelor diet of, uh, ramen, top ramen and, uh, easy baked meals, you know, that kind of <laughs> stuff from my microwavable meals, you know, that's, uh, that's pretty bad. I, I'll have a good streak for like a week or two and then old habits start coming back, fast food, that kind of stuff. Not good.
0: And so it sounds like yeah, it sounds like it's kind of a, a constant struggle, but all of us face that struggle, you know, I mean I, I love sweets. The rest of the Wolf Pack, we we all pig out, you know, on a pizza every now and then. Yeah. But it sounds like you try and go for the streaks and you try and, you know, you, you try and have good weeks and you try and it sounds like overall it's in the back of your mind. Right. And you do make healthy decisions when you can.
4: Yeah. it's And I know it would help a lot more with my performance if I would just, you know, fuel my body properly, because that, that does go a long way in repairing all your muscles and just making sure you're going to stay healthy and, you know, less likelihood to get sick or something like that. So we have got a few months before Philly, so I'm going to try to keep that streak the longest I've had it in a while.
0: What I want to do is as a bigger obstacle for me is I want to make an impact on childhood obesity and diabetes and stuff. And I think that with our voice, the combined ninjas, I think we can do that, man, because the kids really look us up to us. They look up to you.
4: Yeah, man, this is something that's, you know, I see it when they come into the gym, man, like we got a lot of kids. The, the ninja stuff is such an individual sport.
0: Yes. That can that can help
4: so many kids that aren't confident to go like try to play team sports, you know? Right. And that's just a huge, you know, it's a huge hurdle for a lot of them to get over. Uh, confidence and, you know, not being made fun of. Um, and we've had some overweight kids come in the gym and, you know, not do well on obstacles, but, you know, they stick with it and they they show improvement. And that's, that's something that, you know, more people need, need to be exposed to.
0: Yeah. And it's, you know, I think the atmosphere is so positive because we're always like, it's okay to fall. Everybody falls. You know, you fell on the bungee bridge. And you, <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, I yeah. fell on the way, on the log uh, thing, you know, and didn't make it to finals last year. I mean, it's, it's part of the game. It's part of the challenge, and it's okay. And you pick yourself mm-hmm. back up, and your friends give you a lot of positive uh, encouragement and reinforcement. Yep. And, and you're a huge force for positivity, man, and, and it's great for the kids out there. And, I, you know, thank you.
4: Yeah, man, I, I wish we could do like, uh, uh, like they do those tours of like, you know, like school to school, like talks and stuff like that. I think a few oh, ninjas, a few ninjas do it on their own, like as individuals, right. which is which is cool. But I definitely see a, a possibility of us doing like a, a school tour if, if we could just uh, figure out how to get enough people together for that kind of thing.
0: Yeah, and you know, a lot of us are. You know, I'm like a doctor, and you've done yeah. the National Guard. You're a stuntman. Like, we're not business people. We're not like in the in that yeah. business. So we need help. And so, yeah, I guess if anybody out there could help us, <laughs> we'll talk no, to the man. kids and get this country healthier. Because yeah, I, I know I'm a patriot, man. I love this country. This is one of the best. This is the best country in the world. So yeah, we got to get our future bright and get these kids healthy. Thanks so much for taking your time, dude.
4: Oh, I was just saying, you guys, it's a, it's been a good podcast, man. It's, uh, it's, it's cool seeing more and more ninja you know, media out there that isn't associated with under the, under the reins of NBC, you know, right. It's kind of right. good. Gu- it's kind of good that we get our own, get our own thing every now and then.
0: Yeah. It, it would just be cool to make a social impact. And I think Ninja Warriors doing that and it's fun to be a part of, you know. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's cool seeing it
4: pop up more in other places, you know, like the Ellen show and the whatever. What was that one with Steve Harvey, that little
0: kid? Oh. You see that one? <laughs> yeah. That yeah. Yeah. Amazing. And Akbar was on there. That was amazing. Yeah. Oh, people love that.
4: That's good, man. I'm just, I'm just every, like, ever since the first season, the first season was the worst for me because I was like, oh, this isn't going to, this show isn't going to stick around. I'm going to have
0: one shot at it ever.
4: Right. And it's
0: been coming back strong every year, man. So. And man, I mean, like, you were such a bro to give Mike Bernardo that shot at the salmon ladder. Ah, oh, man. Yeah. That was so, that was so cool. And, you know, I didn't know that backstory until I talked to Mike and, you know injured or not or down or not you know whatever the reasons you kind of play him off you know being humble the humble guy you are <laughs> yeah it it was really a nice gesture and uh we've we've seen that before you know people giving yeah. up spots in the walk online and
4: yeah i knew he um if anybody had the shot at, at, at taking that thing down it was it was definitely going to be him that was a. Uh, that was one thing. I was like, man, me on the – because I was wanting to more of uh, I like the, the jump hang one they had, the trampoline. I thought that I could have oh, yeah. had a better shot at that. But they were like, well, you can give your spot up if you want or trade with somebody. And I was like, eh, I don't think anybody's going to want to trade. And let me go talk to Mike. <laughs> Mike, yeah, he was totally surprised. He was like, what do you mean? I was like, I'm giving this to you. It's like, what? <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> Just take it.
0: Yeah. yeah take don't the reins. Ask, don't ask questions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I know how strong a lot of the other guys are. I mean, Ian tested it during the day. A lot of people tested it. Nobody got even like, you know, two-thirds of the way.
4: Yeah, Travis and Ian, I think, were the two closest ones. Uh, Maybe James.
0: So, and and then what about the training that you do when you're healthy and fit? How do you train for American Ninja Warrior? Training for American Ninja Warrior, I've had to change it a lot.
4: It's because I realized from the get-go all this stuff is like extremely difficult. People realize that once they come into like our gym at the first time they say how big the wall is or right. how small the how small the cliffhanger ledges are. That kind of stuff really challenging. And at first I would just try to do everything. And I think I got I got really bad tendonitis from that. And that put me down for a couple months. And oh, so yeah. after that, ever ever since then it's all been more like incremental training. A lot of intervals and uh, not so much of the bigger moves because I know you got to you got to make that body last man and that's a lot of this stuff is really really taxing on the muscles and the tendons if yeah. your tendons aren't ready then you're going to get you're going to get put down
0: so you think warming up do you warm up real well oh yeah
4: yeah you got to stay warm you got to you got to do good warm up exercises uh, stay loose and uh just make sure that blood's flowing all the all the joints are nice and loose and limber or else, that's uh, you know asking for a, asking for an injury.
0: Oh yeah, and you you mentioned interval training. Now, can you go a little bit more into that? What what can people do to do some interval training,
4: like you said, like plyometric work or like tabata training, where it's like twenty seconds on, ten seconds off, something like that. Yeah, or just doing sets where you're hanging off of something for like ten seconds, and you're shaking out for five, and then jump back up for another ten. Uh, things like that. That way it's like overall at the end of this training session you've spent a lot of time in your hands, but you're giving that you're giving your muscles a chance to rest in between.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And and that's the same thing I think a lot of the ninjas are doing. A lot of the successful ninjas who are training is they're they're doing even if it's an obstacle, like you try the salmon ladder. And then if you have access to one and then maybe you rest for five seconds and then you get on and, you know, you, you get on the exercise bike and you sprint for 50 seconds or whatever. Yeah. And that is really useful. It gets your heart rate going and it helps you to learn to do these things when you're under, you know, when you're breathing hard, when you're sucking wind. Yeah. And, and that is really one of the challenging parts of the show. What has been the most challenging part of the show for you?
4: Oh, wow. There's so many. There's so many different things. Right. Besides the obstacles, everybody's always asked, like, what the what's the hardest obstacle? But to me, it's always been the mental aspect, making sure you're in the right mindset. And that, that goes with, like, you know, visualizing your success, like, months in advance. You know, you should be doing that on a daily basis, meditating and things like that to make sure you're trying to have a, a good mindset going into it. Because if you have any type of self-doubt or second-guess yourself, more than likely... That's going to get you tripped up on the course.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And and that's a really good point. Is there's a big mental component to it? How do you deal with? Everybody gets the nerves. You know, I don't know. Maybe you don't, but how do you deal with that nervousness? I know I get it.
4: Yeah, I know. I still do, man. Eight years into it, it's not a <laughs> that ah, does not that change. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Uh-uh. Uh. I've um. You know, the besides like just music and and just trying to visualize and things like that, and you know, trying to keep a light heart about it like lightheartedness um I've realized that helps in the long run because I remember my first couple of seasons I was like super serious and that you know winded up hurting me like really bad because as soon as I fell it's like oh man and I was like super bummed right and that's that's hard to deal with but if you go into it just knowing that you've done the most that you could to prepare and you're going to be okay with however the you know whatever the outcome is going to be then you're usually pretty much just set free to, to do however you, you know, perform. And the backslap, man, that always gets me fired yeah, up. Yeah. That's, well, that's what I was going to ask. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Tell us about it. Yeah. The backslap is a tradition that me and uh, Mike Bernardo kind of, um, uh, as a little shout out to Japan, uh, the Sasuke all-stars over there, like, uh, Nagano and Takeda Shingo, those guys would always give each other the backslap uh, before they would run and it was really cool man that kind of gets you fired up and uh, get your get your nerves all ready to, to do the course and uh I like to think that all the Japan guys get a kick out of it too so it's a little twofold there
0: I think it pays a lot of respect and homage to some of our original OG ninja heroes the mm-hmm. you know the old guys who we looked up to for so many years before we even started this yeah it's, it's a
4: bummer that NBC doesn't recognize that kind of stuff nowadays because you hardly see any footage from yeah. when we were over there, man. And it's just it's a, it's a sad thing because not many people even remember it. You got a lot of dads that remember it now and like some teenagers, but all the younger fans, man, it's like they have no idea that Japan has this like storied history of like 30 odd, you know, competitions over there they're going on 32 right now I think this is coming up Sasuke 32 is coming up so
0: yeah and they've had multiple ninja warrior champions as well as a a repeat you know yeah so I mean that's pretty there's some yeah there's some pretty amazing stories and I I hope that someday you know it somehow combines a little bit more than in the competition aspect of uh, the team USA versus the world which is kind of an interesting thing as well I guess you know yeah yeah they're um
4: they, they do get a little shout out there but uh man i'm still i'm still rooting for japan to take it home one year <laughs> secretly
0: <laughs> no totally they're they're the yeah. they're the underdogs you know they're a little bit shorter and they're on this this kind of scaled up course it seems like they're at a just a height disadvantage
4: yeah that seems to be the case every year which is ah, it's a bummer it's like our first couple of times going over there like when Levi went, and then like Brett Sims, like those guys when they first went over there, yeah, they always are. They always had like typical early exits, except for Levi. I think he always did well when he went, yeah. But everybody else usually, <laughs> uh, it was always a tough, tough course to get used to.
0: Yeah, absolutely. No, it's a totally different thing. It would be fun to go over there and and try their course for sure. It'd be, I bet it'd be just as equally hard as a. Oh yeah, as a as a big you know American guy so. Yeah. Now tell us a little bit, you know, you mentioned some of these old school heroes that a lot of the people in the ninja world know, uh, but not, not all the fans know who, you know, these guys, Levi and, and Brett, and these are some old friends of yours who you've been doing ninja with for, for years. Tell us about them. Now, Brett Sims, I met him on yeah, first A&W one,
4: uh, and he's been doing the show before A&W was even a thing Yeah, they had originally, it was called the American Ninja challenge, Wow. And that that was where people would send a video to G4, and they would pick uh, only a handful, maybe like 10 to 15 videos. And those would be uploaded on their website, and people would go and vote on whose video they liked the most. Oh. And so it was like an internet poll. Whoever, whatever video had the most votes, then those guys would be the ones to get sent over to Japan and do Sasuke.
0: Yeah. Oh, that's cool.
4: So, yeah, Brett was one of the first people to go over. He went... He went and then Levi and like Brian, who's some other, Lucy Romberg. She was over there on, and during that iteration. Uh, Mark Whitmer. He's not, I don't think I've seen him on A&W though. A lot of these guys, man, it's, and those are just stories that, you know, NBC just wants to sweep under the rug for some reason. It's sad, man.
0: Focus on the new things, I guess. I don't know. It's, yeah, it is.
4: Yeah, but it's still like you, you want to give like some shout out to like the fact that it's been around so long and yeah those guys you know it's uh i don't know man it's a there's a history behind it and it's like why would you want to uh, neglect you know seeing all that kind of know awesome backstory you know
0: yeah well and for us it's a sport you know it's a it's like football or it's there is this rich history and we're standing on the shoulders of giants you know we've had all these amazing competitors but it it is kind of more of a reality tv game show element to the you know it's it's a big business for for the network i guess yeah
4: yeah it's all the uh well, however they can spin the stories to make it interesting for the fans um, of the show of the A and W version. Anyway, it's, yeah. it's they they've been doing well, man. I can't I can't knock their formula. They've been um, you know knocking it out of the park every summer.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Rating wise, they're still the number one. Uh, I guess hit summer show, and and uh, so they're obviously doing something right. And it, it is fun with the big production and everything they put together. It's kind of crazy with the fire and everything. It's it's a little distracting, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's good. Yeah, it is it is good. But so, you know, do you have any family or, you know, brothers or sisters?
4: Older brother. No, that's it. Just my mom and my dad back down in Georgia, uh South Georgia.
0: You know, tell us a little bit about your other pastimes or or hobbies, Ryan. What else do you like to do besides
4: ninja? Oh man, I've always been a big like anime and, you know, comic book nerd pretty much. Video games, all that Stereotypical nerd stuff. That's been me. I always call myself a, a ninja nerd hybrid of sorts, because <laughs> yeah. I've, I've always enjoyed video games um, and that whole subculture of technology kind of stuff. So, yeah, uh, all, all the conventions. you know, I love going to different conventions. Kind of like the one, the big one here in, in Atlanta uh, every year is Dragon Con. Oh, cool! It's kind of like uh, this, like Comic Con out on the West Coast. It's really big. It's like. Oh man, it's like four days long now and they spread it out over like five different hotels and it's just like a big nerd, you know, spring break. Everybody's costumed up and all these different panels. Like when we try to have like a Ninja Warrior panel every year, but man, it's it's such a hard convention to get into.
0: Oh, right. Well, and you know, it's so cool because really you're you're breaking the mold because you're one of the top athletes in the country, if not the world. I mean, you're succeeding on a course where football players, Olympians, all these guys fail. And yet you call yourself a nerd because of some of your other interests. It really <laughs> yeah. shows people, you know, you can have these interests. You can really kind of pursue your intellect as well as making your body into a, a ninja machine, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah.
4: It's whatever your um, interests are, man. Let's just go after it, dude. Yeah, we've been uh, – there's a whole whole group of us ninja nerds in the in there doing the show nowadays, it seems like.
0: And I'm not sure if you heard Sean McCall's show, but he is a like a hardcore gamer on the side, and he he loves it, and he plays all the, uh, you know, he plays Dota and like he, he plays all these ah. amazing games. And you know, I was saying, you know, well, some of the ninjas, you know, play League of Legends, and uh, you should you should talk to some people.
4: Oh uh, yeah, we need to get on some League together. That'd be fun. I, I already I already I play with Drew and James every now and then. Those guys are a blast to play with.
0: It is so much fun. You know, actually, if I weren't working all the time in the ER, I have to admit, I love video games. I love them. Yeah. I think they're great for hand-eye coordination. They're great for focus. And, you know, if you can take the lessons you learn from, you know, the discipline it takes and the strategy. And, you know, Brian Arnold and I talked about this a little bit. You can, you can use those, you know, what you learn from video games to apply it to real-world problems in your real life and, and succeed at other things, I think. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Have you found that to be true?
4: Yeah, man, like certain things where it's um, mostly just that kind of focus you need in the the games nowadays, Uh, a lot of trial and error, just trying to, you know, rethink certain problems, you know, a lot of games they don't at least in the old school days they didn't like hand it to you on a silver platter they made you work for your for your like end game process right uh, all the nintendo games they gave you a manual and then they were like Oh, I'd figure it out the rest of it you know <laughs> totally totally <laughs> and so that's more the old school games which i'm starting to see like a you know comeback of, of that game style uh in today's games where it's you know less forgiving less you know retries things like that and i think that can i can help people you know before they make a big decision, kind of second guess certain things.
0: So, real quick to go back to to training. Do you mostly train alone, or do you train with a group of people?
4: For a long time, I was training just by myself because in in Georgia, the, the ninja community wasn't as strong as somewhere like you know Colorado right, or right. you know West Coast. But Tempest and those folks uh, up north in the Movement Lab, um, you know those kind of areas. It seemed like Georgia was severely lacking. Yeah until as of late thankfully we've got uh, a couple of gyms now. I'm at one that's like 10 minutes from my house which is uh, ninja Quest Fitness. so we're getting more and more people through the door over there uh, training and it's uh, it's helped a lot man having a group of people to train with and just bounce ideas off of it'll make training you know more fun and that's the whole thing behind the show is it's just it's not only it's a huge challenge but you're doing this with other people. You know, and you can root each other on and and help each other in your training. So it's 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 a lot a lot more fun when you got other people to train
0: with. Absolutely, there's a lot of camaraderie, and it seems like you can push a little bit deeper and harder when you're training with a team or with just a group of people.
4: Right? Yeah. If you're just out there by yourself, and you never really know, like how, you know, unless you're just a go getter, you know, you can just keep that pedal to the metal the whole time in your training sessions. It's going to be hard to tell whenever, you know, you have hit your max. You know, if you got somebody else there telling you hey man let's try this and let's try that let's try this and just keep you going you know that helps a lot
0: absolutely and so now you know i've done ninja warrior about half as long as you have and i was amazed to see it go down what was it like this last year to watch these two guys send this thing and finish the course finally
4: oh man i tell you uh it was cool man it was really cool to see it finally happen which I just thought of this now, but I have saw both towers defeated. So I saw in Sasuke twenty seven, UG, oh, he right, beat it, right? And then and now the ones in America. So I could tell you, both of them were, both of them were epic, man. Um, ah, oh, man, it's hard to compare the two though. Equally cha- like challenging courses. The only yeah. difference was J- Japan was all in like one day. Oh wow! So because we started in the morning and then went into the night. So you're you're riding that high like throughout the whole day.
0: Oh my gosh.
4: Or in Vegas, I mean, they split it up, so it was a little like you're up and from the first stage, and you're back down again for stages two, three, and four. Oh man, yeah, I I, I think it, it needed to get beaten that year. It 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 was high time it did. Seven seasons into it, yeah, I was starting to be like wondering whether or not fans would lose interest if it just never gotten beaten. Right. So. It was good, man. It was, and it was kind of bittersweet because you know everybody was gunning to be that guy that did it, that did it first. Yeah, you know?
0: yeah, for sure. Yeah. We all wanted it.
4: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but man, I was, you know, it's. I'm glad. Not now. I'm like, oh man, it's it. Now I want it to be a streak of us beating it every year. I want us to beat the mountain like every year, back to back took us seven years to do it now let's not let it you know get the upper hand on us again let's just keep gunning after a mountaintop man
0: what and and uh, i think we all feel like that but do you think that they're gonna maybe make it a little bit harder and try and make it step up the the notch and make it harder for us
4: honestly i hope so because that's the way it should be it should be like that yeah and after after uh you know it being beaten twice, you know, in in the same season. That's on that's never happened even all of the Sasuke competitions. Right. They've had they've had maybe the most I've seen on a last stage attempt was maybe eight people make it to the final stage in a year. Wow. And you mean stage 4? You mean stage 4? Correct. Correct. Yeah, wow. so maybe yeah, maybe eight people have ever made it to the final stage in one year. Yeah. Um but never I've never more than two would actually beat it at one point in time. So yeah, I'm I'm pretty sure they're going to they're going to cook something up for us, and I don't think we'll have many people <laughs> make it through. But hopefully we can prove those guys wrong, whatever mad scientist is working on the obstacles in the back.
0: <laughs> yeah, and now I don't know about you, but when we heard, you know, last year we saw Travis Rosen, who's a phenomenal athlete, and Sean McCall. We saw them have to battle it out on Team USA versus the World, and they and they did it in about 35 seconds. They did that rope, and we know Travis is good at it. This year when they said – I remember when they announced 30 seconds. And I I remember thinking and looking around at, at the other – you know, at some other ninjas and we were just talking. And we were like, wow, they don't want anyone to beat it. Mm. And I wa- I wasn't sure what was going to happen. What what did you think?
4: Yeah, the 30 seconds was a stretch, man. But I guess those guys just dug deep and was able to pull it out. That was – I know. It was amazing. That was really crazy. Yeah, they had uh, – a you know they were they had the odds stacked against them but man they, they proved them wrong
0: yeah it was it was beautiful and then this year i think that uh it'd be great to get multiple people there again and have a race at the rope that would be pretty pretty dang exciting we don't even know if they're gonna have a rope you know it might be all it might be altogether different
4: yeah i want them honestly i want them to do like they did with the um team ninja tower climb so spider climb and oh rope. yeah
0: yeah that was pretty fun
4: yeah the old um That's how Japan used to have it, but they had it where the spider climb, if you didn't make it up past, if you didn't get past that within the first 15 seconds, then the whole thing would like spread open and it would go away. So you only had like 15 seconds to get through that part. Right. So so that'd be cool.
0: Well, now, now you're a personal trainer and obviously, I mean, who wouldn't want to be trained by Ryan Stratus? How do people get a hold of you to get some training?
4: Uh, they can hit me up on Facebook. you know I've got my athlete page or my personal page. you can do that or you can look me up through uh, Ninja Quest fitness Facebook page and you can just add me on add me on there and shoot me a message and we'll be able to hook you up at the at the gym.
0: Okay, and what are your social medias and we'll have it in our show notes, but what what are your social media? How do we follow you on Instagram and the rest?
4: Oh yeah, Instagram, I believe let me see Ryan underscore Strat. That one's pretty straightforward. Twitter. That one's. This is an old one. I should probably update this one. Is Straticus. Nice. <laughs> I know, I think, yeah, that was an old uh, nickname. I think can't remember which year I got that one. But yeah, Straticus is my Twitter. Twitch TV. If anybody knows what Twitch is, that's like a video game streaming service. I've got the Stratus Status is my Twitch handle. Nice. Um, I'll go. I'll go in there and play video games, and anybody can jump in and watch every now and then. And I th- want to say that's. If Facebook, Facebook is Facebook. Just, yeah. Yeah. Just Ryan, Ryan Stratus. There's only a few of us out there and I'll have all my ninja stuff on that one. All my team ninja photos will be up on the uh, Stratus uh, Facebook page.
0: Ryan Stratus. Thank you so much for being here. I think you had some incredible things to say. I, I think that there's some incredible lessons that we can all incorporate not only into our ninja training, but when we, when we come into those inevitable injuries and you know, just just in terms of following our passions, you've been a great face for the show. You've been one of the oldest returning veterans, and we all look up to you. Ryan, you're a great guy. Thank you so much for being here.
4: Hey, bro, I appreciate what you do, man. You guys are the Wolfpack, keep up the good work, dude. Y'all got it. Y'all got it figured out. We gotta we gotta catch up with you cats.
0: <laughs> Thanks. I don't know how true that is, man. <laughs> yeah, you make us train harder for sure.
4: Oh uh, man. Hi, right, bro. I appreciate you having me on.
3: Wow, Ryan Stratus, what a great interview. He had a lot to say. It's interesting to hear him talk about warming up and then also str- struggling with injury. And it's cool that he's been through all the seasons, so he's seen the course progress from like season one all the way, all the way to being now, which is on NBC, so the smaller networks and now on
0: NBC.: And he's progressed as well.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Oh my gosh. I remember seeing him in, in like the first seasons. He wasn't that impressive. But then all the way up to now, he is a training... He's addicted. He's got that bug and he's in it to get better. And he, he wants to beat the tower. You can tell. He's, he's committed.
0: And he can beat the tower. I mean, he looks like he can. He's
3: strong. A hundred
1: percent, yeah.
3: Absolutely. It was it was cool to hear him talk about the interval training because I know a lot of the best ninjas incorporate the interval training like he was talking about and the plyometrics into their training repertoire You know, to be ready for the courses. So... I think that's key to being a top ninja is having that that quick recovery and then burst of ener- energy, quick recovery,
2: burst of energy. That's how we train. That's how all, all of us
3: top ninjas train yeah. is interval training. It's- we shouldn't even be talking about this. This is top secret. Yeah, I
1: feel like we shouldn't be sharing <laughs> these secrets, but, I mean, I guess we're just really nice. <laughs>
3: that's not all the secrets. Yeah, we'll pack ninja secrets. Let's just get real. Just yeah, feel. there's
0: secrets within secrets. I mean, it's like a crazy – it's like an onion. <laughs> <laughs> layers of
3: secret why are we
2: so secretive guys
3: it's not it's just micro beta you know you (laughs) learn something and then you learn even more information about the same thing. So you're (laughs) adding on so you have to learn that skill and then you can learn the next step and the next step you you know what it is
2: is i think we all know that there's way better athletes out there than us we're just training smarter right now
0: i think that we train pretty intelligently yeah speaking of training smart
2: ryan He looks like the type of guy, like, like he said, he was not genetically, like, he's not genetically gifted at all. He was really skinny, and um, then he got into the show, and then he started training, getting motivated, and now look at him, man. Yeah. If you're a ninja out there, and you're injured, and you're constantly talking about it, maybe you shouldn't focus on it. Every, everyone gets injured, and you need to just accept it, that you're going, that it happens, and... Just, you know, work other things. You can, you don't have to, if you injure your arms, like he said, he was, he, Ryan was working his lower body. That's what you got to do. And we all go through it.
0: It's nothing special. It's not unique to one person. It's really tough. I mean, I think psychologically it makes you feel like, like, oh man, is it going to be this way forever? Am I ever going to get better? Do I need surgery? How serious is this? But Really, it's something that from my experience and being 41 years old and having been through like every injury, I've popped my knees to where I couldn't, you know, walk real well. I've had surgery on my knees. I've done the same thing with my shoulder and torn a labrum. I've... I mean, see, I've, I've had
2: it all. I, I never even knew that because you're not a complainer. That's,
1: that's, <laughs> see, that's so
2: optimistic. <laughs> see when you when you're with the training partner, man, that's what I look for. Is I look for people that don't complain. And I'll, I'll tell you right now, I'm so guilty of it, guys, and I'm sorry. And I try not to do that because who wants to train with someone who's constantly talking about their injuries? Let's let's focus on what we can do and how we can get better, and not keep talking about how sore my shoulder is.
1: Well, and sometimes injuries can kind of be a blessing in disguise in that sense because, you know, a lot of times the things you injure are the things you're overusing, so it kind of forces you to look for the things that you need to work on more. Like he said, he was working on his lower body. Like maybe he needed to spend more time on his lower body, and that's what his body was trying to tell him.
0: What do you think about the beard? I think he looks kind of like a Viking or something. Yeah, for sure. He
1: has like some sort of periodical character to him, you know, like yeah. or like a like a Spartan or, you know, something like that. Yeah,
0: he is a total warrior.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: He's a beast warrior. He, you
2: know what? Ryan's the type of guy he goes to I think he goes to Comic Con with um I can see him and Mike Bernardo going. Those guys guys would be such a riot and fun to hang out with.
0: Oh yeah. For he sure. would make a
2: good Viking. We should all go to Comic Con with those guys.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. Well you might y'all might go to Comic Con. When is when is it? Is it coming I mean, it's, up? Yeah, it's coming up in uh, I think it's in June or July.
2: <laughs> oh, the Armchair Ninja podcast guys—they're going to be going, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, Rich and Bijan. Oh, that's right, that's right. By the way, a shout out to those guys. I do listen to your podcast, and I was really disappointed. I was not your favorite pick. <laughs> <laughs> Just to let you guys Wait, know, no I was no. happy. I was happy to prove well, you guys wrong. They've been educated now. Who was
1: their favorite pick?
2: It wasn't me. I kept. And Party time was not on their list. But we're to Wait, win. for a
1: Team Ninja? Yeah, Ooh, team team on their ninja, list? Ninja. Were we on their list? I
2: think so, yeah.
1: Thanks, guys. Midoriya,
2: <laughs>
3: yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah, they were. It's because we're legends. So <laughs> no.
1: Oh, my goodness.
3: Humble I, legends. I I <laughs> Brian won,
0: so. No, I know. Well, we, Take that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we, know, we know, actually, that you are one of the most humble people out there, Ian. And it's awesome having you on the team, bro. Thanks, bro. <laughs> <laughs> he is pretty humble. Well, uh, y'all, this was a great interview with Ryan Stratus. Uh, I think maybe we just get to some tips and and wrap it up. And uh, we've got a lot of new guests coming up, uh, some really exciting shows coming up. So stay tuned. Who is next, Noah? So this shouldn't shock you too much, but next week is Mike Bernardo. And you could hear Ryan referencing this All-Stars event, and this is going to be on... Before we have Mike Bernardo on, and it's going to be it's going to be awesome. It's next Sunday, I believe. Okay, so anyways, who wants to do some tips?
2: Hey guys, this week I wanted to tell you about one of the workouts that I do once a year, usually starting in November. It's for weighted pull ups. It's a fantastic workout. I've done it the last two years, and at the end of those five weeks, I feel light as can be it's amazing and the only reason that i don't do it more is i feel like it's counterproductive and if i do it too much i start putting on too much bulk and and just muscle and i I become a little unbalanced but the workout is it's a typical power workout where i'm doing low reps but multiple sets so i'll start off with usually some type of warm-up weight and do like a set of five and then I'll increase it for every set after that um, pretty dramatically um, and I'm I'm shooting for five reps. Um, sometimes I'll only get two reps um, if I increase the weight too much and I'm usually alright with that. I, my main goal is to pull as much weight as I can in those sets and I find this workout is fantastic. Um, I'm very interested to see and hear from you guys and what you guys think of the workout and your results. So shoot me over an email or uh, get a hold of us via social media and let me know what you guys think practice absolutely makes
3: perfect and the more you try something the easier and easier it will start to feel and become for you kids if you've tried something and failed don't be afraid to get up and try it again and you too parents don't be afraid to try something new it's always better to say oh well i fell rather than oh i should have tried that jump in there and give it a try don't be stressed about how you will look the first time you try something just jump in and the more and more you do something the easier it will become
0: Well, Ryan Stratus and many of the ninjas have certainly been through a lot of injuries we have as well. Today's tip really focuses on the basics of what do you do when you feel that injury happen right away immediately. And uh, you won't be surprised to hear the answer is RICE. Rest, ice, compression, elevation, and sometimes ibuprofen. It's really, really important to put ice on it though, as much as you can for the first 24 hours to 48 hours at least. You want to elevate so that you don't have a lot of swelling, and so that the blood can flow and things can start healing. But really, I cannot overstate how important ice is. The old 20 minutes on, 20 minutes off does not necessarily need to be followed. It really is important that you just ice as much as possible. Sometimes I'll leave ice on for like an hour at a time. And that's just an incredible, incredible healing, natural Drug. So the next time you hurt yourself, which is inevitable and it's going to happen, rest, ice, compression, elevation, and start focusing on other areas of your weaknesses and get better.
1: I really hate cardio. I think it's really hard. So it's hard for me to want to do it, but I've been trying to do it more. And I do a cardio class where there's running and rowing and then lightweight exercises, but the whole time you're keeping your heart rate up so that you're working for that entire hour and getting a really good cardio workout. But doing different things so it's not just like you're running the whole time because that, I get kind of bored fast. I guess I'm semi-ADD or something, I don't know.
0: (laughs) Thank you, Megan. Good work, guys. Good tips. Anyways, I'm the Ninja Doc Noah Kaufman. Thanks so much for tuning in. Join us next week with Mike Bernardo, one of the heroes of American Ninja Warrior. See you next week on the Wolfpack Ninja Podcast.
1: Thanks so much for joining the Wolfpack Ninja Podcast. If you liked it, please tell a friend. Subscribe and rate us on iTunes.
3: It would mean a lot. Remember to visit our website at www.wolfpackninjas.com
2: and join us on social media. We are on Facebook and Twitter at Wolfpack
0: Ninja and on Instagram at Wolfpack Ninja Warrior. Join us next time for another exciting episode with your favorite ninjas and informative health tips. Uh
3: Got
1: I was looking at makeup. How do you know? <laughs> 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 You're so, yeah, last time I bought a dress. I know
3: you did. <laughs> I, remember.
1: I, remember. I still haven't worn that dress. It's super cute, though. Welcome back to the Wolfpack Ninja. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> <laughs>